0: Done with Charlotte and back with more NASCAR. The Cup guys headed to Gateway. That's Metro St. Louis. The Illinois side, out in Madison. Cup and truck headed there. The Xfinity car is headed out west to Portland International Raceway for a two-week swing out there, Portland and Sonoma. What a pain in the ass to go to Portland. Terrible race last year. Nothing but rain and a predictable A.J. Allmendinger win. Very little to do with that this weekend. Mostly worried about Gateway and talking about what happened at Charlotte. Looking at that last week, hey, Ford finally had to win, and Ryan Blaney did. He'd been consistent the last several weeks, but consistently seventh or eighth, not winning material. He finally turned one in, qualified well, and the rest of the Fords were not great. He was a lot faster than teammates like Logano. Blaney pretty much owned it, had the second or third best car. And got the win and got Ford off the schneid for a while. And he hadn't won in basically what felt like a year and a half. Uh, Ryan Blaney kind of gone to the woods for the last 18 months or so. But now figuring it out. What happened for us? 3-0 and on cut matchups we gave you. Lost the Xfinity matchup we gave you involving Sammy Smith and Custer. If you were quick on the trigger on the MGM picks midweek, you probably made money with that bubble Wallace top five. Didn't hit the outrights, but I'm not sure anybody was on Blaney until in race. Got a little bit above him 15 to to 1 in race, but it was a weird one. You know, Larson was not very good. Byron had that number one pit stop spot, the front front row pit road, and kept getting back the lead, but then couldn't hold it. Blaney was just better, and now apparently... Byron's dating Blaney's sister, but Blaney won the race, so whatever. It's working. What do we know about Gateway? Well, Cup Series' second trip there. It's a mile and a quarter. It's kind of flat. It is fast and flat, and it's a short race, It's 300 miles. This thing's about a three-hour race based on what we saw last year. Different tire code than last year, so if you learned about tires last year, you may not have any value to that knowledge. Uh, it was one of the last races last year where guys were going super low inflated and blowing tires early in the race. That pretty much stopped once we got into the heat of June um, last season. The other thing is, this is a different car. Last year was the first trip for the Gen 7 car to every track, so everything was brand new. This year, there are two different versions of the Gen 7 car. The short track car for the Richmonds and Martinsvilles and Bristols and true short tracks. And the intermediate car, which is a little different different setup, closer to what they're running on, on the 1.5 miles and the faster tracks. Well, this year, this track is getting that car. So this is going to be like a first trip there for a lot of, lot of people, a lot of teams. I'm not sure anyone necessarily knows if this car is going to behave the same as last year or what you should do with it. So in my mind, this is going to favor the guys who are great qualifiers and... And are able to figure things out really, really quickly, and that kind of lends itself to some of the really, really young guys. Uh, you know, the computer sim trainer guys um, that usually were all over the the Bells, the Reddicks, that that crowd of guys. Um, Gateway last year, Logano won, and that was on his way to his championship season. That was a Ford win at that point. That was when all the Fords were still being, frankly, treated pretty expensively outside of the RFK cars. Uh, rough race, ton of cautions, a lot of cautions, ten cautions or fifty three laps out of let me do the math in this in my head, out of like 250 laps. So 20% of the laps are under caution. 31 cars on the lead lap out of 36. There's five guys out. The only two that really mattered were Hamlin and Harvick of those guys that went out. Um, it was funny, in practice, um, top three were the Penske cars. And that was Logano and Blaney, but also Cindric, who's been terrible this year. Cindric went out, was on the pole, led a ton of laps, this is a track position track. It is hard to pass. It was hard to get around people other than beating them in the pits uh, or help being helped out by a wreck. So if you qualify well here, you're great. And if you qualify beyond about 15th, you're probably stuck. You were probably buried. It was weird that last year. Toyota was slow in practice and qualifying. Eric Jones was super hot in practice, terrible in his qualifying lap. The Chevys were just not good last year. It was very, very weird. Qualifying Chase Briscoe uh, led, followed by the Ford of Cindric, Bell, Reddick still in a Chevy at that point, Blaney, Hamlin, Logano, Almirola, always on a flat track, your fluky guy in the top ten was Harrison Burton, and then Chastain, bunch of the Chevys were bad, as we said, Bowman, Byron, Suarez, Elliott were not good, um, and Suarez and Almir got to the rear, uh, penalties or, you know, um, car prep stuff in the pregame, um, Stage 1 and 2, fast cars, you would expect. Kurt Busch was really good here last year, and he's obviously retired now. Uh, but that's the car Reddick's in. And if you're going to have to pick an outright, I don't hate Reddick. Reddick is down at 16. He actually got cheaper once he opened at DK. Reddick at 16, I would nibble on. I like Truex, so I think 10 is 10 is expensive. But if he qualifies well, it's going to get even more expensive. Um, this race finished last year. Logano, winner, 22 laps led. Followed by Kyle Busch, who probably had the best car based on driver rating and everything else. He led 66 laps. Then Kurt Busch. Then Blaney, who led 12. Almondinger, no, pardon me, Almirola, was fifth. Didn't lead any laps. Was consistent all day. Was just straight. Uh, Truex led 42 laps. I think there was a pit penalty at some point later in the race that messed him up. He was probably the second or third best car. If he had won this race, you wouldn't have been shocked. Uh, Followed by Jones, Chastain in eighth. Ninth was Bell. Almondinger snuck into 10th. And I'm going to tell you, I like dabbling, taking some real like sniper shots at these top 10s. There's some Almandinger 1,100, 11-1 for a top 10 out there. I think it's at uh, Betfred. Um, absolutely buying that. Cindric um, led 26 laps, started on the pole, finishes 11th. And then beyond that, the guys who expect to be fast are just kind of clustered there in, in the teens. Larson and Bowman, 12-13. Uh, uh, Redick, uh, pit problem or penalty late, he was very fast. I think someone hit him, as I recall from the replay of the race. Reddick, to me, he had half this race where he was top five, and then the car got hurt and he faded to the back. Most surprising guy, Michael McDowell. Again, a guy you want to buy for a top 10. There's a 1,200 top 10 out there in McDowell. He finished his um, 18th, but he led 34 laps and got on different pit strategy and figured out how to, how to hold a lead with poor tires. And that's something I can see here or, you know, Keselowski doing here in this race. Uh yeah, Byron 20th. Elliott 21 or 2. Briscoe got wrecked. He led 27 laps from the pole. Got wrecked. Stone's up 24th. Um Chastain and and Truex are really good here. Had a ton of passes. Um Blaney had the best passing differential. Um Jones and Almendinger were probably the biggest risers in terms of guys who started poorly and got to the front. McDowell got to the front with a uh, pit strategy. I just would nibble on some of those guys. Um Almirola is boring, but he shows up in his flat tracks, so that's a thing. Um, The guy we're going to short here, I just don't like Harvick. Harvick needs long races with fuel strategy and pit strategy and things to win. This is one of the shortest races of the year. Not just 300 miles, but low attrition, or at least it should be. I just don't see Harvick being fast here. People want to compare this to Phoenix, New Hampshire, some of the other flat tracks, this is not Phoenix. Harvick's great at Phoenix. This is not Phoenix. Uh, one of the picks we, we, we sent to you guys that's uh, in, in the Discord is Truex over Harvick in a matchup. Uh, Truex minus 110. to a bet Fred. Might be at some other places as well. Uh, that's on the official card. Probably will have Hamill over Harvick on the official card as well. And Briscoe over LaJoy. Um, LaJoy. Corey LaJoy, normally in the slow Spire car, is starting for Chase Elliott this week. Elliott's uh, taking a one-week break. Uh, He tried to kill Denny Hamlin last week, right-reared him, spun him directly into the wall head-on. And there are rules, even for the most hyperbole driver in NASCAR. So Elliott's going to sit this week. As he fades a little further from the playoffs, he needs a win. Uh, This is week, what, 15 now out of 26 to make the playoffs. If you haven't won yet, and you're having a points problem, and again, all these Hendrick cars have had penalties, have had guys missing with injuries... Bowman and Elliott need to get on the stick and, uh, and fix some of these things. So that's uh, that's where they're going to be. We'll throw some more stuff in the Discord picks-wise. I'd like to see some more qualifying because track position here is so important. I don't want to give you someone in a matchup who ends up qualifying 30th and they're buried. They can't get out from around themselves and unbury themselves in a matchup. So we'll try and get some more of that stuff out there. Um, talk about guys, what we like up front. Mention Reddick. I think that's expensive. Mention Truex. Um, Truex are some top fives out there in the 180 area. He and Bell in that area might be a good idea if, if we're nibbling. Um, Bubba Wallace, hard to say what he what he does here. He was terrible here last year, 28th, 29th. He won a truck race here years ago. He's been one of the ta- fastest cars, fastest Toyota, let alone one of the fastest cars over the last few weeks. He's getting more consistent. And here's the difference. Dude's 40 to 1. Dude is 40 to 1 to win the race. Um, I don't know if I'd, I might nibble on that. I might nibble harder on... There's some 1,100 top three for Bubba Wallace, which also converts pretty well. Nobody has a good top ten price on him. I would love to get a good top ten price on him. Uh, if you were in with the circle on the Discord, you got the Alex Bowman top ten at plus 140 on Wednesday night. That went away fast. Hope you got some of that. Hope you got in on that. Um, but, yeah, so we'll get some more stuff out there. We'll review. We'll be matchup heavy this weekend. Pro on the offshores with BetUS once they get their stuff up on Friday and Saturday. Uh, that's really where the best value has been of late, and they will not reposition as quickly as some of the other books. Uh, we mentioned, again, I would nibble on these. Some of these will be official plays. Some of these are just like shots I'm taking on the outside. Um, top 10s, McDowell, Gilland, and even Gregson all at 1,200, nibble. Eric Jones, who was top 10 here last year at 6.50 for a top 10, nibble. Almendinger, 1,100. Betfred, top 10, was 10th last year, nibble. Um, Austin centric. I would love to see him qualify well. He's like 80 to one to win the race again he qualified first last year, led 30 laps finished 11th. <clears throat> I don't think I don't like the top 10 value at 350, which is the best price out there in the country for him but man again if we're just shooting tiny tiny little lasers everywhere Cindric 35 to 1 3500 is top Ford that's out there. Uh, a bunch of places seven at 25 is a 35 out there I think at th- bet 365 or bet Fred. That's something I would I would play with as well. Um, truck race. Not a lot of these guys have a ton of experience here. Um, it's the usual band band of guys in front. Corey High won it last year. He's favored in this one again at 550, 600, that area. It was a real crowd up front. I like a few of the matchups. Uh, Josevar, recent winner. He's running the trucks and his first ever cup car. He's filling in for World of Joys, vacating that Spire car. Josevar over Sanchez in a matchup. Minus 110, Josevar over Sanchez. I bet Fred, Sanchez has not run here before. Has not run a truck, not run a car here. This feels like a good idea. Josevar has been one of the best on the tour over the last month. Um, other one I like, Matthew Benedetto 110 over Rajay Carruth at Caesars. Both these guys ran here last year. Uh, DiBenedetto finished 6th, Carruth finished 11th. So actually, I think, the first time Carruth's been at a repeat track from last season in these trucks. Carruth's really good. He's really fast. His equipment's pretty fast. He is a wreck magnet. He has, he and Sanchez are both like all or nothing. And I think De Benedetto, since he's running full season for full points and cares about it, and his equipment's much better than it was last season, I'll go De Benedetto again over Rajay Carruth uh, from Caesars there. it's um, all we're touching with trucks right now. Uh, we'll see what we get. Maybe we'll nibble on top fives. Definitely nibble on some more matchups once those things square themselves away. Staying away initially from the car race, the Xfinity race in Portland. Again, five or six guys clustered at plus 600. No Almondinger, no Gibbs, no cup driver hammer in the field. It's a question I think a lot of it is how much you trust or want to trust uh, Austin Hill and play him in matchups. I've got a couple ideas involving involving Hill in matchups uh, and what you do with Myatt Snyder, who's in a one-off car, uh, that, that great Toyota one that Ryan Truex won in a couple weeks ago at uh, Dover or whatever. Uh, Myatt Snyder's running like two races this year, and this is one of them, and it's in the best equipment in the field. And last year he was a close second to A.J. Allmendinger, was probably the second-best car on the track last year at Portland, but it rained all day. I don't know how to take that. I hate betting on guys who are here in one-offs that aren't, you know, Kyle effing Bush. And that's, that's the issue. I don't trust Myatt Snyder at plus 600. I don't necessarily want to bet against him. But I just I just don't get it. So we're going to learn a lot about these guys. Hopefully we'll get a dry track. And hopefully we'll get some matchups spit, uh, spit out on Friday or Saturday we can use for some of the offshore books. Um, hope you learned something. Hope we're getting better. We're going to figure out Gateway. If you're on the Discord, keep watching for matchups that come flying in on Friday or Saturday. Until then, short Harvick, Briscoe over LaJoy, nibble on Bubba Props, nibble on Kez Top 4 to 1,000 a couple places, you already bought some Bowman Top 10, and I hope you're sticking around with the line movers.